This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, the Freemen on the Land are back in the news. Uh, Edmonton police have filed uh, charges. Intimidation of a justice system participant is the technical charge, but they're referring to it as paper terrorism. 45-year-old uh, by the name of uh, Alan uh, Bostoli of Vagreville. Now, back in May of last year, this individual was stopped by a peace officer in Beaver County. He was given a speeding ticket. I want to play for you a bit of this exchange because the accused was actually recording when the officer pulled him over. And so it gives you a sense of where these guys are coming from. Speeding a crime or what? Well, it's against the law. I beg to differ. It's against some corporate statute, maybe. Do you have your license registration insurance on you? Oh, I have a license, yes, but I'm not operating in that capacity. What do you enter? Are you asking me to see it or what? No, I'm asking me to see it. Yeah, that's what I said. Are you asking Yeah. see it or? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm not operating in that capacity, just so you know. So. Where are you guys off to today? It's none of your business. Okay. Do you have your registration insurance on you? I do. You need to see that too, or what? Yes, sir. For what? What reason? To harass me, or what? That's what you're doing. Speeding's not a crime, buddy. Where's the Where's the corpus delecti? Who's the injured party? It's not a crime. Okay, so this guy's trying to argue that that law doesn't apply to him. He hasn't consented to that law. And so this is a snapshot of what these freemen on the land believe. So police allege that since that incident, that he has been relentlessly harassing uh, others in the legal system. Uh, that is, uh, Global News describes it here. Uh, on May 25th, 2015, Bostoli is alleged to have started a paper terrorism campaign against the peace officer and the justice system by attempting to lay a lien against the officer's personal property worth $225,000. Edmonton Police Detective Ray Gerard says the harassment lasted for three months. They describe what they're calling paper terrorism as a situation where a person floods the court system with false documents in an attempt to have the charge against them dropped. He says, quote, they use a plethora of documents, which really mean absolutely nothing. They're just cutting and pasting from all over the Internet, from laws all over the world. They put them together into hundreds and hundreds of pages of documents and flood the courts with this, just in an attempt to overwhelm the courts, confuse people, and have people give up on prosecutions, or to intimidate the people involved to drop the prosecution immediately. So that's the concern around this group, and that's what they do. You know, as we talked about in the previous half hour, delays to the court system are, are real and tangible. And certainly we should be concerned by groups like this that are really abusing the system, don't have a legal leg to stand on. Uh, so who are these guys? Uh, professor Stephen Kent is a professor of sociology at the University of Alberta, uh, does a lot of research into uh, alternative religions and cults, and has uh, studied the Freeman on the Land as well. He joins us on the line here this afternoon. Professor Kent, great to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for inviting me. Well, you know, it's been a while since we've heard about these freemen of the land, uh, but, you know, they've, they've certainly made news in Alberta in the past. Oh, yes. what, what do we know about these guys? Well, uh, it's a group that in many ways uh, originated out of the farm crises and, and uh, 
housing um, finance crises in, in the uh, late, late 1970s and early 1980s. At those times, interest rates sky, uh, skyrocketed. Yeah. They were very low, and then they went up to close to 20%. And so farmers and even homeowners across both Canada and the U.S. Uh, were in, in over their heads. Um, they didn't understand the large financial issues. They started blaming the banks and then the police and law enforcement and courts who were working uh, enforcing the bank rules and so on. And so uh, con- uh, conspiracies uh, developed, uh, international conspiracies. And part of a reaction to that period is that people, a group of people, thought they could divest themselves of uh, uh, rules of, 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 of society, citizenship, and government. So they, they uh, developed a scheme where, whereby they thought they, they could cut themselves off and, and set up uh, rules unto themselves. So freemen on the land, they were free of society's rules. Now, the movement certainly has, has developed uh, a lot since then. Uh, it's it's no longer limited merely to uh people with uh you know housing and farming crises uh it's it's moved in some small ways into the african uh, african american community certainly in the us uh, it's motivations are are quite varied are some uh, the the second or third generation now are, are some people who went through these these experiences so they're constantly at, attracting new people often who get in, in various kinds of financial straits. Uh, some of the Freeman gurus advertise uh, systems uh, through the Internet whereby they sell packages at, in which they claim if people follow, they can get back large amounts of money from either the Canadian or the American governments that they claim that the governments uh, owe to them. Uh, they, are, they are separate from society, hence... Uh, when they get so they don't believe in anything from dog catchers to park rangers, certainly to uh, to provincial or, or national police, RCMP, uh, uh, OPP in Ontario, and so on. So if uh, and they and they don't believe, of course, in things like license plates and licensing. So uh, police uh, often will see a license plate that just looks very odd, and it's it's a Freeman license plate. They'll pull them over. And the freemen will uh, not have a driver's license and say that they are sovereign citizens. And then the whole issue starts. They'll be given a ticket. Uh, what often happens then is they um, uh, undergo uh, what's, what's often called paper terrorism. In essence, they flood the courts with freemen and sovereign citizen-based uh, uh, legal attacks against the legal uh, the legal system, the, the police, the judges, often uh, even court court clerks have been uh, under threat in some in some locations certainly there's a big case in, in the US where a court clerk got beaten within an inch of her life uh, courts often uh, instruct uh, court clerks either not to accept the documents or more commonly now for fear of their safety accept them and they'll pass them on to a specific person who deals with them and uh, uh, in the court, they will they will challenge the authority of the court, the authority of the judge, authority of the law, um, and they've got a whole language and lingo that goes on. They can be violent, as you may recall. Uh, what was it? What, two summers ago, uh, right? Uh, the, Edmonton, police, yeah. the policeman here in Edmonton uh, was uh, delivering a warrant to a person in the west in the west part of the city and got shot, got got murdered. Uh, 
And often uh, these people are living chaotic lives. If you look at the personal lives, a lot of things have gone wrong with them. Um, there's some indication that for some of them there may be some psychiatric issues. They're certainly uh, involved in um, uh, delusional conspiracies, and so there sometimes can be mental health issues. Um, so it's a very uh, – you don't know with any individual what the motivation is. It can be many causes. Um, uh, in Canada, for years, the, the freemen and sovereign citizens claimed they were nonviolent, and yet we had this murder in, in Edmonton, and there's always a threat of, of guns and retaliation. Do these people seem to be true believers? Because on the one hand, you know, if people get into these these schemes where if you can not pay taxes or not pay fines, it's it's just a financial impetus for people. But it does seem as though these these freemen of the land really buy into the whole ideology. Well, of course, you'd have to actually sit down with them and even go through a formal analysis. But my impression is that these these people actually do believe what they're saying. That it's not. It's not necessarily a financial scam. Now, there are a lot of people, as you mentioned, who uh, try to avoid taxes. So there's a large tax avoidance movement in, in yeah. any country that has them. Uh, the freemen, my impression is that most of them actually believe they're so immersed in the literature. And when you get into the, the literature, there's a, I hate to say an internal, an internal logic, but it's all connected. So a person can get immersed in that material. And and really believe that it makes sense and really believe that there's a large societal conspiracy against them that, that they can uh, essentially walk away from. There was a court ruling, I think it was back in 2012, we had an Alberta judge uh, who, who wrote a very long ruling, and it was actually a divorce case that he encountered one of these guys, but spoke of their organized pseudo-legal commercial arguments, as he called it, which, you know, was interesting, as the ruling got so much attention, it raised awareness about who these guys are, and it really took apart their arguments. I mean, what's an effective way of, of countering groups like this? Mm, well, it's... It... I mean, the law enforcement's hands are tied. It really has to enforce the. They really have to enforce the law. They've got to be very careful, even to do car pullovers. There's a tragic case in the states where a couple of police pulled over. Uh, turned out two freemen, a father and son, and they both got murdered. So uh, the caution begins very early. Um, but um, now some people actually go get charged, and when they look at the charges against them, they, uh, there's been a, a couple of cases where people more or less have deprogrammed themselves. Uh, and now if it's, if it's a mental health issue, that's much harder. There's got to be really professional counsel. But sometimes the ordinary people whose lives are going sideways, if they get proper counseling, may start to realize that alternatives, uh, societally acceptable alternatives exist to, to, the, to the problems that they have financially. But you're right. Often, there's so much that, that goes on in this kind of frustration. The frustration uh, that people take out against society is indicative, uh, well, it's really tip of the iceberg of, of, a, of a personal uh, confusion that's going on in people's lives. But I, I, we shouldn't just dismiss them as just kind of kooks, these people with these, these wacky views, and they're not really a threat to anybody, because clearly we've seen that they, they can and do pose a threat. Oh, yeah. I was at a, a Freeman uh, a Sovereign Citizens Court case here in Edmonton uh, well, about, uh, about two years ago or so, and they tie up the courts. Uh, it's a very similar case. Someone who was driving, got pulled over, didn't have license plates, uh, claimed that the police had no authority. And then when the, the case went to trial, the whole afternoon was spent 
as a constitutional challenge to Freeman not using a lawyer. I looked to me like their their lawyer was a a, a minister um, who throughout the whole testimony held the Bible in his hands, um, and the court, of course, dismissed everything. Right. All the legal challenges, but it wasted an enormous amount of time and money. Uh, and you could see that the people in the, case, in the court were very frustrated. Um, the one guy afterwards said they've been studying these documents for about 20 years. So there's a, a deep underground of people who have a very elaborate uh, belief system that's completely, uh, I don't know what, uh, unacceptable, ungrounded in, in any kind of uh, legal or, or social reality, but it, it, it's extensive. And so, uh, you know, when you challenge someone's deeply held belief systems, you know, you can run into real problems. Yeah, indeed you can. Well, we'll see what happens with this latest case. Professor Kent, thanks so much for the insight. Appreciate oh, making some time for, for us calling. here. All right, there you go. That's uh, Professor Stephen Kent at the University of Alberta, time with the Freeman on the Land. Uh, we got to take a quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.